Hey guys! This is a video game based podcast called Get in the Car Gamer. The opinions and ideas expressed within are solely ours. They should not be taken seriously by anyone. So lighten up or light up and enjoy the show. Hey, get in the car, gamer. Round one, fight! How's it going, guys? Happy 4th of July. It's the fucking 4th of July, 1987. I'm one year... No, I'm one in, one year and one month old. <laughs> God, I'm getting old. I'm seeing my first firework. My God. Um, hope you guys are enjoying your 4th of July. Uh, this is the Get in the Car Gamer Podcast. I am Josh Lamar, and with me as always... Kevin Clay. Uh, um, We're shit, going man. to do it in Muppet voices today. <laughs> Where's my money, bitch? Where is it? Get down on the fucking ground. Um, happy Fourth of July. We're gonna do a podcast today because it's the Fourth of July. It's Sunday, and it's the day we do a podcast. We're yes, he has it, got some. Uh, we we did a full cookout like boy. extravaganza today. I've been up since six o'clock this morning. It is four oh seven my time. I can time. see the smoke in his eyes, <sighs> like. You, you see, you as you watch that uh, barbecue show, you'll see like all the people like they're just red eyed as fuck, and they're like, "This is how I live my life." Um, so actually, the pork shoulder should be pulled out in about seven minutes and set in a cooler to rest to rest for the next forty five to an hour, and Let then that we're gonna fat jiggle up back up to it. You got to get those juices coming back to the center of the meat. You can't lose the juices. No, you can't. And you can't rush good smoked meat. No, you can't. No, we honestly probably. Could have let it go another hour oh on there, but BJ's being a little exciting about it and doesn't want to. He's ready he's, to. He's overthinking it, but uh, I see. The, you can tell by the bark. The bark was like not black. Okay, but I, you know we've been doing two twenty five since seven seven a.m. Okay. You have to get up and pull the meat out of the fridge for thirty minutes, let it get to room temperature. You can't put cold. Nope, you don't want to do that on the grill. No, I'm learning a lot from all these cooking shows that I've been watching on Netflix. Man, like homie, you should make barbecue and learn that way because then you get to eat the deliciousness <sighs> and just true. rub it in Liz's face. Just wave a, a barbecue you chicken know what? wing in front of her eyes. Honestly, if I made the right like seitan or tofu, I could probably oh, could smoke it, it and oh, like yeah. and really go for some Dude, you flavor. could do a little for her, a little for you, you know? Like the, the, the smoke grill does not discriminate, bro. No, it sure doesn't. I'm just saying. It's a uh, and man, like uh, looking at like Korean barbecue. Oh my! God. How they like smoke shit. Uh, I've never been to an actual Korean barbecue restaurant, but I would love to use those little that little charcoal grill they have in the middle of the table. Yes, that because that's what it's all about. In some places, that's a smoker, and dude, the shit that they put in there is obscene. Like I was watching these dudes chew on like black currant branch, and they were like, "This tastes like fruit," and then they put it in the fire. What? And they're like, that smoke is gonna get sweet and just. Are they? What are they smoking? And at the, is it Korean barbecue style smoking? Or are you yes, telling me at the rest, at the restaurant you can smoke in front of you? See, I don't like. This was a kind of a high end restaurant. Because it would take a long time. And it was outside. Unless they're super thinly sliced pieces of meat it was, that you though. could smoke real quick. It was the kalbi right, nah. was extremely thin, and they're and they're literally like, oh yeah, and then they just, pick it up, yeah. It's probably like less than a minute per side or something. 
That'd be some shit. Dude, I, w- I love that shit. I love cooking. Well, welcome to Get in the Grill, <laughs> Gamer. Welcome to Get on the Grill, Gamer. Uh, <laughs> podcast. Uh, uh, we have a cool podcast for you guys today. Uh, we're going to, once we're done gesticulating. Talking uh, about, about meats and four, foods. Fourth of July meats and such. Uh, Philip Spencer on Studio Acquisition. We were going to touch on that because that was from leftovers from last week or last Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nexus Mods, uh, which is a company that uh, hosts mod uh, I guess public mods, like yeah. where people can grab the code and all, all that. the mods for like uh, every Bethesda game, like Fallout, Skyrim. They got some Cyberpunk. They got some Witcher. Nice, and just anything you can mod. You ride a rooster around, you know. You sure fucking can. We'll get into that. I don't know what what else we got to say about the Fourth of July. I hope you guys are popping off fireworks doing your thing. I did want to. I want to tell everyone quickly these fun facts that Fourth of July. I did pull up a couple. Uh, the 4th of July has... Uh, I'll, I'll take the first one. Americans typically eat 150 million hot dogs on Independence Day, uh, enough to stretch from D.C. to L.A. more than five times, according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Five and that's times. a fun fact. That's uh, a, that is uh, American gluttony. That is just like... This is America. Well, you know, in my uh, in my ute, in, in my uh, teenagedom, yeah. I probably could have like unironically eaten seven hot dogs and been like... Homie, I've if I always, puke, it's fine. I've always wanted to s- test my metal. Today was the Nathan's Hot Dogs eating competition. It's right. always on Fourth of July. Did Stony win? Did my I don't know. I don't know. Win? I don't know who won. We got to check it uh, out. Fuck. Hey, man. Unless you give me money, I'm gonna say Joe Chestnut's a bitch. Holler. Oh shit. Holler. See, so, Dude, so my you're, little you're, Asian you're, twink. You're you're referring to the uh, the uh, uh, the fucking what's his name Kobayashi. You're referring to the documentary about. Nathan's hot dogs and, and right. Kobayashi was holding it down for a while, and then and then uh, Joey Chestnuts. I've comes seen in. an allegation that Joey Chestnuts drops a lot of his hot dog in the water or on the ground. He does a lot of messy eating oh. where he loses some. And I don't know if you've seen this skinny Asian twink, Homie fucking can... Matt Stoney, eat some shit. Oh really? Oh my dude, he's Matt Stoney. That yeah, dude, I, you've probably I seen it. I didn't know you're on like this uh, competitive eating tip, dude. Bro. For, yo, and in some of the uh, worst times of uh, working at the place I worked in my life. Oh shit! Uh, I would watch these videos. Uh, yeah, Megatoad. That's his fucking Megatoad. Yeah, that's his fucking thing. Damn, dude, he's probably like all of four five or five four and ninety five pounds. And he eats- insane like dude uh remember how in the super bowl they do like the two large pizzas uh wings uh breadsticks chips and soda i watched him eat that shit in 10 minutes bro that shit's retarded my god well that also makes me start thinking about the 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 skinny twink dude that actually became fat and he's like a emotional wreck and has been ruining like avocado avocado yes you're you are correct i know of that one as well yeah he i've uh (laughs) when i for some reason, when I like uh, absorb like media and stuff, like uh, I was watching The Sopranos when I learned about this, his, his, and you were like, a while, and it, it paired the memory together. Like I remember being in the basement watching That's like funny. a specific episode of Sopranos, and then reading about him and being sucked down a wormhole of just like you oh. want to hear a wormhole, man. The Right Opinion has a five and a half hour video on Nikocado Avocado. Jesus, and I don't know the, if I can give him five hours over the span of two nights of playing Need for Speed Payback. You'd I listened slash watched to this, and I was like... What were your thoughts? Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. Toxic as fuck, dude. Well, like, how are you gonna... First of all, I there's a thing where, like, I guess if you're a YouTuber anyway, your mind's broken, 
and you can't like sure you're have you're a, seeking like super validation from from strangers. But like, like man, the whole mukbang thing that's different than as we make a eating. podcast. Yeah, yeah, for real. Hey, validate us, please. To me, mukbang and uh, competitive eating very different. Like watching a dude. Mukbang looks like punishment. It does. It, it doesn't look fun. It is really gross. They do a lot of like, oh, the ASMR ma- or mouth whatever. noises in the mic. SM- what is it? A- ASMR. ASMR. I always get. An, I always try and say ASMR. R- M- answer. Answer. Here, let me answer your question with another question. Why y'all eating all that garbage? Do you think we'd get more popular if we just ate, like, spaghetti into these mics for 30 minutes? If we did, I feel like that would validate what we're doing now even more. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure, Because sure. it's like, oh, do you people like garbage content? Okay. Well, that's too easy. That, you know what I mean? Right. You're just, and, like, oh, watching those big, big people just... <laughs> just, just shoving... Shoving a hot dog down like, their throat. I don't know about you. You know, you have a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Like, you might not finish your fries. Dude, it's a big sandwich. Oh, you're a normal person. And you watch them like, I'm on my ninth one. Here we go. Oh, my God. And it's like, no, stop. Stop it. You have to train to get there. You can't just start one day. You have to murder your metabolism, right? Well, that and you're stretching your stomach out. Like, you have to be... It's like Kobayashi would also talk about stacking food in his stomach and taking bites in a certain way, double hot dog, oh, so God, that they would, tetris fa- it down. they would fall and stack properly, and that's how he could fill his stomach up more. And, you know, it's like, that guy probably could have been, like, a fine investment banker. Do you know you, what I mean? You, you're colon cancer. I can't imagine that it has any kind of positive effect on that sort of scenario. How many hot dogs have you eaten in your life? Uh, 18 million? <laughs> oh, <laughs> You got colon cancer. Yo, you got it. Yeah. It's coming. I just don't, I don't know. The, the, there's so much that I I, I want to know some unfettered facts and some knowledge that I w- after I learned it, I wish I hadn't wish, learned it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I do have questions about like what how it works on the back end. Are there's, you throwing up? Are you just basically is a it bulimic? A, is it a BNP? Yeah. Are we BNP? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Yeah, it... Uh, it's a wild world out there. I like there. good food, and then I stop eating it. Yeah, I eat till I'm satisfied. And then you're done. And then maybe a later when I'm hungry, I'll eat again. Punishing yourself with food doesn't seem like a good way to do it. I don't know. The, I, I definitely think that um, competitive eating actually ha- is, is, is acceptable because of the, sp- the, sport. the sport, the quick, the, the game of it. Sport of it, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna. Look, I, I don't know if any other podcast has uh, has trademarked the audible uh, quote, <laughs> quotes. quotations, but I, I'm glad that we do it. I it just reminds me of a quote from Dutch Vanderlyn in Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. It's like you've gotten to a point of greed and gluttony where you've uh, you've forgotten you know what you have and have only come up with appetites. Mm. You know what I mean? Like closing in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, it's it's strange, and you know. Will GQ take a picture of a man uh, in a tub of spaghetti? Uh, I guess they will. You know what I mean? But, like, uh, hats off to him because, you know, he looks uh, svelte. He still looks like he could maybe whoop some ass. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't know how you keep that twink physique. I imagine every day that you're not eating this, you're, you're probably just having, like, a salad with balsamic. Like, does he work out every day? 
No, you probably have to. You have to burn the calories at some point. Unless your stomach, unless it's just passing through and you're not digesting anything. No, that'd be a way to do it. You know what I mean? It's just hot dog chunks. (laughs) 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 It looks like pork and beans in there. (laughs) It's just plopping out like bite by bite. Oh, that's horrible. All right, let's get into this podcast. Yeah, let's get Um, in there. Philly Philly Cheesesteak Spencer. He's got some hot takes on... Philadelphia uh, Cheesesteak Spencer. Anyone named Phil, I call him Philly Cheesesteak. And and, uh, that's what you have to do. God forbid you're like a vegan. You hate Philly Cheesesteaks. Yeah, your name Phil. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, basically, this uh, stu- or this article from uh, PC Gamer, Phil Spencer says, studio acquisitions are good for the video game industry as a whole. Now, his... Uh, There's a reason he's saying that. Uh, he well, spent the last I mean, it's better years. for his business. Yeah, he spent the last three years uh, just buying them up by the drove. Yeah, they just recently picked up the Bethesda. Uh, we got Mahjong, Double Fine, Ninja Theory, Compulsion, In Exile... And Obsidian. Obsidian's a pretty decent one, actually. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, in obviously, Bethesda is good. Yeah, In Exiles also. Um, so, you obviously, some... it's not surprising that Phil Spencer would think that picking up, oh, this has potential to make us a shite ton of money. A shite ton. Well, We're going to buy them up. Phil spent the last uh, one, maybe two console generations uh, getting his ass ate out by fucking... Sony, man, because Sony has all these like, uh, all these titles that are you know exclusive first party titles, and they own Sony uh, works with so many you, you know for their list. Sony has you know a similar list. Oh sure, you know they've got House Marquee, they've got uh, Japan Studios, yeah. you know they've got all. But that's shit. kind of the war that's been Insomniac. started last year. We kind of started talking about this, where like it's it's come down to the fact that like we our hardware is now so similar. That it's all about what's on third party and it's, all that. It's all about what you put on it. I mean, there we're we are to a point where that and a PS5. I pointed at his computer. I'm sorry. Where that and a PS5 and uh, an Xbox Series X, their fu- their specs are fucking the same, man. Pretty damn close. I mean, we're ray tracing on all of them. Yeah, we're hitting 120 on all of them. Yeah. you know what I mean. It like you've said before, it's all going to go to streaming services and and that sort of thing. And Which, it's just what what can you what games can you provide? And that's when you and I will brain. Because we have discs. Yeah. We, like, oh, I can still play the game. Oh, wonderful. This is quite exceptional. Unless they do some shady, some shady shit where they, like, cut it off and they're like, no, you got to have, like, some, some streaming or digital oh, shit. Oh, well, that's... And I guess I'm just going to... And that's not, when we play Parappa. Yeah. And Red Dead. Yeah. Or, and uh, Resident <laughs> Evil 2. And just, like... Go back to the you Stone You remember ages. when games was fire? I remember, because I'm still doing it. Yeah. Um, so, basically, this little quote will sum up the crux of uh, his argument. Uh, it doesn't mean every team has to end up selling their studio, but I think it is nat- a natural and healthy part of the industry, just like puberty, that uh, certain teams will start a studio. Many of them will fail. We know most businesses, small businesses fail, whether it's a video game or anything else. But those that make it through, and, it, and it's uh, such a kind of risk-filled journey for them. You know, like how he's just kind of like padding it for like... <laughs> It's too tough out there for you, kid. Just come under my teat, and I'll I'll buy you. And let me absorb you into my Jabba the Hut esque physique. To get to the point to create real value, uh, I'm always going to congratulate them when teams get to where they realize that that value through acquisition or just massive independent success, which are two different things. If that's the uh, path that they they, <laughs> they want to start and go on, if that's how what they want to do. Yo, if you're a fucking small indie dev team out there. 
and you're you're grinding and and maybe you can have this super clear moment where you're like this game is like okay like we know where our abilities are at mm-hmm. and it would like this podcast if if someone wanted to buy this podcast we would be that little indie just take the money phil or we'll take the money phil you you do it you you rape this project of ours and they will and we'll there go will and, be two hot chicks in our seats in two weeks. Maybe, yeah. And and we'll be gone. Maybe, but we got our little bag. And then and now and we then, have a podcast but, about how exactly. S, about Phil Spencer's exactly. a dick. Exactly. Now, there <laughs> I can, it, there's pluses and minuses to everything. Like right. these little dev teams could get a little bankroll from that and then start a... <laughs> start a <laughs> it's, me and my, it's me and my VR chamber after <laughs> Phil Spencer buys us out. <laughs> Just laser beamed his eyes with his <laughs> headset. Um, you have a little... Uh, seed money now to to work on something else another right. project and maybe you'll have s- similar success maybe not maybe you'll do better but i i uh I, I almost guarantee that they're trying to scout and find that the best potential for their buck right the, be- the best bang for their buck to actually head it off at the past and get this get their con- shit get, put get, out yeah get a control of it and then and one- not lose it i mean even it's kind of funny you said get control of it. I right. mean, control, they like Remedy does not own their IP anymore. No, you know, for for them to get to where they wanted to go, they had to let go of their intellectual property. You know that that's a and bummer. that's what Phil's saying. And it, you know, and and there's pluses and minuses. Lose to that, your company, but, keep your stuff. You right. know, uh, you know, lose your company, keep your job. No, if 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 it were me, if you and I were indie developers of games, I would uh, I would probably not even go on console. Uh, unless we got with like Devolver, just go straight some, Steam for for a little while and straight other, Steam uh, and Epic, like, yeah. And just, just you know, just we don't have to pay any licensing fees, right? We don't need any dev kits, right? You know what I mean? We don't need uh, a port. If people team. buy the game, great, right? And what would I feel bad that uh, you know people like me and you wouldn't be able to play the game necessarily? Uh, I would, but you know when we get to a point where because I've heard Sony's hard to deal with, right? I've heard they're uh, to advertise your game up with it's twenty five thousand dollars. That's that's a lot. And there's no other scroll. options. There's no other for PlayStation. It's kind of that article came out earlier in the week, and Microsoft many, actually is a lot better about that. How many copies of my you know twenty dollar game do I have to sell before we've made twenty five thousand dollars? You know, yeah. before we've even broke it broken even on just advertising. Right. I just hope that there's not devs out there selling themselves short because they're trying to get a short, like a quick bag. Because if you have a company that, if you have a game or you're working on something that you know is the shit, like you're putting your heart and soul into it, you guys are all super smart, talented people. Right. I just hope that those types, because those are the people, those are the guys that are, and women that are going to make great games. And, it's and I just don't proven. want them to get sold short and not get all the money that they deserve. It's been proven, literally. Uh, uh, uh oh man, I don't remember his name. The homie that made uh Undertale. The homie uh Dan Salva Sal Salvato? Uh the homie that made Doki Doki Literature Club. Mm-hmm. Scott Cawthon, all of his Friday night at uh Freddy's mm-hmm. shit. All that shit that was just like I'm gonna keep it here until it reaches a point where it can go global. Mm-hmm. And by the time they're ready to push it off of an itch.io site onto a an Xbox or something. They've already made a nut. They've made three nuts. They got nuts all in their pants. You know what I mean? <laughs> so much nuts. <laughs> and that's why I, I you know, I, I understand what he's saying. I understand why he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's, Phil? It's not uh, it elusive. Makes, it makes a lot of sense. Sure. But 
Bethesda wasn't going to fucking fail without Xbox. You know what I mean? And Exile no. was going to stay afloat. Yeah. Obsidian was going to make good games. You know, there's not a... It, he's not intervening. The, he's not this uh, benevolent, benevolent no. force that he... You no, know, he's not, man. It, 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 it's not creating diversity. Like, in my no. opinion, it's not like... It's kind of pigeonholing everything. Like, And you remember when EA bought all that shit? You remember when EA bought Bioware? And like, and EA was just like gobbling up all these like little tiny, you know, sure. like, well, not even tiny studios, just double A studios. Yeah. I read it. We read an article on our podcast where it said EA was allowing, allowing Bioware to make another Dragon Age game. That's their fucking game. Yeah. Allow me yeah, to do Yeah, I what? guess it's all right. You know, like, but that's what happens when you sign it over. You, you know what I mean? It's gone. It's not yours. You don't anymore. get to make the, deci- the, the decisions about your product and that's scary. your art and, and, and some of these games are art they oh really for sure are. i sent you a link of just like an indie dev that it's that a group of five sick. dudes that their first game they've ever made black hole face yeah and, that game looks and sick. microsoft just bought them oh. no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding microsoft, <laughs> they're, they're, they're just scooping it up this article now. literally gets one paragraph it's like it's like death note everything we talk about <laughs> microsoft buys and it adds to this article microsoft buys sony I don't know. And then Jerry Seinfeld buys Microsoft. It's going to be, it's interesting. We're, we're continuing to, as a podcast to try and keep the pulse, our finger on the pulse of like what, what's going on in the, in the industry. And it's, I mean, we've been doing this for like over two and a half years now going on three. And, and even in the, that short time, the industry has kind of changed quite a bit substantially games as a service pushed forward and, yeah. then, and then drops away. Yeah. Uh, streaming ga- game, streaming services coming up, man. Three years ago, I looked at PS Now and I was like, fuck that. I ain't buying <laughs> yeah. that shit. You know what I mean? And now it's like a super viable option. Yeah, now it's like, oh, did you want to play? There's fucking hella games. Yeah. it's. And I was like, and I'll just buy God of War if I want to play it. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't into it. But now they got everything. I know. I actually shit. have to... Uh, maybe our li- one of our listeners can correct me, but I, have, I ordered a new PS4. Not a new... Well, actually, it is a new PS4 controller. But in... Um, because my PS5 controller I ordered for PS Now isn't working on PC. No? No, it won't. It, it okay. doesn't. You have to have like a remapping service, like where you pay like another. I'm paying five bucks a month for a year, and then I have to pay another $10 for another company to remap my controller. Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. So, no. I, you know, so I was like, well, I'll return this PS5 controller, and I'll. PS5 controller is cheaper than a PS4 controller. What? I couldn't find a PS4 controller on Amazon. For cheaper than a PS5 controller. Oh, do you go on Amazon? We should have just gone to the store. Oh, you're 110 yeah, percent right. We should have just. See, COVID's messed one. me up, man. I'm like, no, leave, go outside. I can I just order you. it right here. It'll and, come and in listen, two weeks. You're talking. To I could somebody, go get in 30 minutes, but I could wait two weeks for it. You're talking to somebody who paid 110 dollars for the Death Stranding controller. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, feel I was you. like, I want it. I want the one with the with the baby in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you might like mine. It's it's like a maroon, purple, and and uh, like a neon blue. Like a, oh. it's like a little interesting color scheme. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, yeah, but that's like it seems that's the way uh, video games are going. If you end up having trouble returning that, I'll buy that off of you when I get my PS5. Without any doubt, by the way. 
I mean, it was only sixty bucks. So I, I mean, you're you're glad to have it. I mean, I, I want one. It has not been used, <laughs> and I'm not a one controller type human I, being. I, I know you. It's, you gotta have a home one for the homie if they come over and play some Overcooked. Ooh, and that was a fun time. We'll discuss that on a, a new podcast another time. Definitely Overcooked with the homies. Um, all right, let's try and bang out this uh, last so article. Yeah, I mean, we, we get have it, six minutes left. <clears throat> all right, I can actually do this. I can do this right now. Here all we right, go. knock it out. Nexus Mods has announced a change in policy in regards to the hundreds of thousand mod files it hosts. Starting in August, modders who upload mod files to the site will no longer be able to completely delete them. Instead, modders will only be able to archive, archive their files and hide them from view of the users. Uh, this sounds weird. It, sounds it does like a sound very odd. Strange thing to it do. sounds like they want the rights to everything that's on their website, which is kind of like uh, normal. Well, and but. here's why. Here's why they're doing it. I think. Mm. Um, uh, just. Just a couple months ago, we had the release of a gigantic mod for Fallout uh, New Vegas. It was a big one, the Frontier. Oh, yeah. It had been in development for all of eight or nine years. How do you make money as a mod company? Uh, you do people buy the mods? No, no, they're all free. How do you how do you make money as a mod company? You uh, you try and sell some ads. You try and sell ah, some ads based so on your shit. Oh, so your uh, website's AIDS? Uh, it's it's not. The worst, but you can like buy premium. You know what I mean, mm. like and then like not get ads and then not oh, boy. get faster downloads with premium. You know okay. stuff like that. And uh, uh, there was a there was kind of a big thing where uh, the, it had a kind of a lot of backlash to the mod created itself, and then uh, they decided to delete it from Nexus Mods. Why is that? Uh, because it was kind of a it was kind of a mess. Just in, didn't in work writing. very well. No, it worked fine. Uh, it just. Uh, the development team had some controversy. There was some stuff in there that was kind of cringe. Oh no! Oh that, well, like, okay. Well, had yeah. Some Color me uh, shocked. Uh, completely shocked. You know what I mean? Uh, A bunch of modern dudes. Yeah, were yeah. Weird. Doing like odd things. Whoa, that's crazy. <laughs> maybe counter countercultural things. Oh, I think one of them was furry. You know, I, there maybe was some. Uh, I believe in the mod. You could have sex with an animal uh, of some kind, some sort of alien race. You could do that, that in real fuck. life. You sure could, and nobody comes and takes your mod down when no, you no. when you get in there. You might go to jail, but you know you might for uh, indecent animal husbandry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, voyeurism, it's probably like a aspect of it because sure. having sex in public in general is voyeurism. So. Right, and you're not going to have sex with an animal in the in your or, home. And oddly enough, filming in a bathroom, uh, if someone puts a camera in, like. I'm very paranoid about looking for cameras in like ceiling vents when I'm taking a shit for some reason. Uh, if they're filming Don't look you, at my penis. that's vo- voyeurism. Yeah, you know, so it's all like an umbrella. But then you well, throw the animal in, and yeah, and so I don't know bird law, so I, I'm not going to go down the path. You know, I won't even pretend to know bird no, law. No, and then the intricacies there are such. <laughs> uh, but uh, it caused a lot of things because, like, all of a sudden, this mod was only hosted in like other places that weren't the the creators. Like people were like, "Oh, I got it before they took it down." And you're like, "Here, you can have it from my it's Google just Drive, code, right?" It's right. Just, you're just Code, assets, you know, all sorts of shit. Uh, what do you have to have to run it? You have to have a program. You have to have a program. A that... mod manager. Yeah. Ah. So you so you start so up that the game with a mod with the manager game. and and installs it in where it needs to go. Oh, yeah. interesting. It is. I've it, never gotten down on mods. Well, with the, specifically with Bethesda games and the creation engine, they have they've gotten it to a fine science because like they, they've been using the same engine f- since Morrowind mm. in 2005. Mm. So they've had a lot of... They got some experience inside they that They figured sandbox. it out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the thing is, is that there are a lot of mods that need other mods to run. 
Like if if oh, I okay, it builds off of itself. Like sort of I have thing. a I have uh you know New Vegas Bounties one, mm-hmm. and I have New Vegas Bounties three, but it needs two as and as well as one to load because it it already had some of those assets stored. Right, and it, it, a lot of the because uh, things... the assets themselves have codes that make them function a certain way, and then you use that you piggyback off that. Exactly, I'm assuming and exactly. Then, yeah, uh, there are script extenders. There's okay. the the most famous patch for Fallout New Vegas is the uh, the four gigabyte patch that allows your computer. To use more than four gigabytes of RAM on the game. Oh shit! So it runs a lot better. Yeah, all of a sudden you're hitting fucking dummy frames, and the the game looks like butter. But you know you need a mod to fix what happens when you put the game in 120 frames per second because the game, uh, the game's frame rate has a lot uh, to do with how the engine is running the game. You know, every time you make a shift in a in a game like that, you might need something different. And yeah. there are a lot of times where I download a mod. And somebody had to recreate a version of something they used because it's gone. The script extender you can't download anymore, or like you know, one of them got taken down because uh, they canceled somebody. Someone is said that how, the N word on Twitter. Or is something. it is it similar to how they enact hacking on like Call of Duty? Is that like a mod itself? Oh, uh, that like, can sometimes be packet injection. But yes, it is. It's something that runs packet injection. Yeah. Now, where, expl- do you know how to explain that? Uh, I don't a know what bit. that is. But. That's where you intercept what uh, information the game is receiving on the internet. When oh, you send it something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's how people do like radar hacks. You remember PUBG had the really big radar hack uh, for a while, where like you could have open on your phone yeah. the live map of the game. You oh, and it show everyone on it and where they were looking. Oh, Billy! And you could like scroll in and be like, "He's in the top floor of this building. He's Let's looking out the northeast window. Yeah, with your, his back to you. It's uh. So some oh, of it is God. like that, but some of it is just running in the executable. You know, Damn. it's just like. It Learned bypasses the anti-cheat, or in Warzone's case, the not, the no anti-cheat. <laughs> uh, and uh, I don't think they want to put anything in it. I I swear there's a conspiracy. They don't want to fix. They they put over OP'd guns in there on purpose. They don't fix to them sell for the a battle sec- pass. Yes, it, and then yes. fix them after a month yes. when everybody already bought it, them. It's, gotta make. They're gonna squeeze this fucking lemon for five more years. And you know what? If you roll it on the table first by beating us in the mouth with yeah. more garbage. More juice. Yeah, it just comes out. It's crazy. It's just you, put, you stick a fork. You have in a there. hydraulic cylinder. You just put it under there. There's you don't think there's juice. There's juice. There's still juice. Trust me. There's there's still jus in that lemon. <laughs> lemon jus. And uh, you know, with a lot of these single player games, modding is a big deal. You know, trainers. Uh, yeah. You know, just like it I don't have comes a problem to with a point that where it's like that's my I bought the fucking game. Yeah. I played it the way it was intended, and now it's time to fuck shit up and Even ride on it. Even if you don't want to play it the way it's intended. Yeah. Go, dude, knock yourself out. Yeah, absolutely. Have fun. And, you know, there are some games, like, I saw a, a fun mod. It's called uh, Lenny's Simple Trainer for Red Dead 2. And in it, you can just do a lot of stuff. Like, you can go back to uh, Gorma. You know, you can't ever go back after you've been there mm-hmm. in the game. So, like, you can go back to Gorma. You can give yourself some ammo. You can give yourself some money. You can give yourself a new horse. You can you can do a thing where you can clip through a building and see what the fuck's in there and then come <laughs> back out. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. some, some people want to experience games like that. They want to see. They want to go to the edge of the map and see what happens when you get there. Sure. You know, it's like they they shouldn't. They sh- a they should be allowed to do that. And B, that stuff should be archived. I think All I right. agree with this. No, that's fine. I mean, if you're using the service. And you agreed to their terms of service. Right. And you want to upload. That's just, all they're doing is just changing their terms of service. And it's just, that these are the rules now. Mm-hmm. You can, like you said, you can hide it. You don't even have to let it be seen. No, not you can, at all. You know, it, they're just making sure that it's there. 
I don't know if it's for posterity's sake and and just trying to make sure they archive like a library and you know somebody found someone was able to find the 1.1.1 Minecraft that was long lost like long lost yeah. yeah so maybe to avoid such things like that I don't know right and and it is it's important especially as we move forward to like game patches and stuff like that where we will lose it yeah. I mean, there will be there will be builds of games that are lost forever. I mean, it's gonna be like trying to find like a piece of porn you saw from when you were like thirteen, oh. and you're like, I can't, I'll never find this again. But this was the best blow or nut that I blew, right? Like ever. And I have, uh, a, I have a video like that. Oh, it's a very special. Everybody video. does, it's a dude. Very special video, and I I really appreciated it, and it was one of its kind that I. It just it hits you at the right, like, oh, you know, everything was perfect. Enters your eyeball, the neurons activate. Yeah, yeah. you're just oh yeah. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to go back and find that, you know? Blonde lady jilling off in a in a right. library. I'm still trying to find a specific photo for uh, Cody Bringle at work, a uh, friend of the show. Um, we used to, we've been on his pot. Well, we were on their podcast at one time when they were a podcast. We uh, we were the death knell of their podcast. Apparently, what, what was it called again? The uh, Circle, Circle of, of Jerks, Jerks Circle of Jerks podcast. But Cody, I've described this photo. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's a homeless guy sucking off another homeless guy in a dark uh, parking lot, and then there's um, a a do a little kid on a bike in the background jumping his bike off I've of a ramp, and I think photo. there's a, a dog or a cat in the foreground i've seen some different versions of it where they add or subtract things oh shit from that photo damn it well i know that i'm pretty sure that the original this is like fuck this is like god goddamn uh uh 1984 where they're like rewriting rechanging history revisionist history i i i think that the original was a, a homeless guy getting sucked off by another homeless guy with a kid jumping his bike in the background I believe was the original. And in- did you find it first try? Did you fucking find it first try? I've been trying to find this goddamn photo. Send me this goddamn photo right now. It's gonna. Co- I'm, oh my god. You may have it. You may have it from my archives. Thank you for listening to Get in the Car Gamer today. We appreciate you guys so much. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth of July. This has been quite the podcast. We did it not has. just cut that, by the way. That was a clean, clean, no. uh, straight ninety my degree man turn. Shifted. My Straight man. went first to fifth, baby. <laughs> Jump some gears. Um, please, Kevin, take us home. Let's get out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We're a video game podcast based everywhere that you can consume podcasts. But the home you found it. But the home base is at uh, SoundCloud.com slash Get in the Car Gamer and at Spotify. Three work for nothing. Uh, not only that, but we have a Twitter. Follow us at our Twitter at GITCG Pod and follow us at our Twitch stream. Twitch.tv slash get in the car gamer. Thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, it's time to get out of the car, gamers. Bye bye. Bye bye. Happy Independence Day. Happy Benjamin Button Day. Eh? <laughs>